Dr. Potter, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself and give us a brief overview of your position here at Roberts, as well as telling us what kind of glue you think you would be. <laughs> um, tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I was born on New Year's Eve, oh. 1984. And now I'm at Roberts. <laughs> and um, my position here, I am Director of Choral Activities and Associate Professor of Music. Um, I conduct the chorale the men's chorus and the women's choir. I supervise music student teachers. I teach choral conducting and vocal methods. Wonderful. Oh, and what kind of glue would I be? Um, uh, um, I feel like, well, no. The glue I use the most is super glue because I don't know how to fix anything. <laughs> um, but I don't think I would be super glue. I feel like I'd be like wood glue. Just sort of like gloopy and and like sort of like always trying to strengthen something else, not always succeeding. Oh my goodness. I get that. I get that. My gloopy. If it makes you feel any better, my answer was glitter glue solely because it just looked good and half the time it's just for decoration. I love that. All right. <laughs> I actually chose wood glue also, but for different reasons than you. I chose wood glue because I felt like it's only like it's especially good at certain use cases and because it takes so long to cure, you don't really know when it's working. You don't know when it's working. <laughs> yes. I love that. Yes. So my first big question is I would like to know how you would define community specifically because I feel like something unique about the word community is that it can mean something different to every single person. Mm. And in light of music and being a choral conductor, what does community mean to you? Oh, uh, I think that's a great question. I think for me, community and culture goes, go hand in hand. Like to foster great community, you need to foster a culture. Shared values, shared principles, shared affinities, shared characteristics uh, between every member of the community. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. We were talking about something similar to this before. So would you, you, would you agree that people in the community are always bound together by one common trait or one common uh, point of aspect? Well, I think that's a great question. I mean, what, if you're thinking of that trait as like some sort of demographical detail, I would say no. But if you're thinking of that trait as like a shared principle, then I think it's possible. Like, for example, like, um, you know, I think the reason that you're talking to me is because of the community that we attempt to foster in the choirs. Um, that is like a shared endeavor, right? What makes the chorale a community? We sing them together all day long. Okay, <laughs> so that's, that's what, but I don't think, it, you know, it doesn't need to be like a shared activity. It could be like a shared value. It could be something as simple as 
each member of this community commits to open and honest dialogue whenever there's a disagreement. And so there could be a disagreement about everything else, right? No demographic similarities, rich people, poor people, white people, black people, all, you know, all kinds of straight people, gay people, whatever. And they might disagree about everything. There might be Republicans and Democrats and Libertarians and Independents, and they might be <laughs> fundamentalist Christians and atheists. They can all be in the same room together if they are committed to that like civil dialogue piece. Mm. So from that perspective, yeah, I think there has to be something. There, there needs to be some sort of glue, even if that glue is just a commitment to agree to disagree mm. yeah I really like that that's a really unique perspective I hadn't thought of it that way necessarily um, but going along with community specifically at Roberts and in the choirs what would you say is special about that community because being a part of women's choir is just so dynamic and I don't really know how to explain it but just singing together is so special mm. But in your words, what makes the community in the choir so special? Okay. Yeah, so I mean, you warned me that this would be the topic. And so I did think about some things. But so, and, and I think maybe when people know about the kind of community that we foster here uh, in the choral area, they can think that it's all very intentional. And they can, sometimes they can give the people involved too much credit. I cannot take credit for the fact that music is magical, <laughs> right? Like, why is the community, why does the community take on these like supernatural strengths and characteristics? It's because we are making music together and there is something about music making. And if you'll let me just interject my bias, there's something about vocal music making. When you are <laughs> singing when you're making sound with your own body the body that god gave you and you're singing like real texts like with objective truths um there's something like almost mystical about how powerful that is in people's lives and how powerfully that is able to enculturate some sort of community among the people who are in that group so, first and foremost, primarily and, and ma majorly, it is the fact that we're making music together. There are other elements, too, that, you, you know, not every choir in the world is a great, beautiful singing community. Um, so, you, you, the, the leadership has to model, like, has to model civility and mutual respect and, 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 you know, at least trying to understand other perspectives and be a decent human being. And for me, the leadership has to extend beyond myself. Mm. If I were solely responsible for that, it would be so bad because I fail at the things I just said so frequently. I'm not always a good model of being a good person. And so um, making sure that there are student leaders Throughout the group, um, you know, we have both elected positions and appointed positions in the various choirs. Um, I think making sure that the student leadership has real ownership 
over the group is crucial. And then I think another element that we're very intentional about is um, we are a community because we all signed up to mm -hmm. take this class in which we sing. But if that's where it ends, then we won't achieve our potential as a community. So the choirs do other things, right? We have retreats, we have social events, we form basketball intramural teams, <laughs> we, we have devotions outside of class, we incorporate spiritual life activities in class that are mostly student-led, right? So, so those are some of the ways that we've, uh, that we've tried to foster. And what's another word for foster? Because I keep saying the word foster. Nurture! nurture. Ah. We have tried to nurture community that is meaningful in the choirs. Okay. Yeah, that's really, yeah, that's really great. Thank you. Um, I think a follow-up to that, I know you said not you don't take credit for it, but specifically coming from your perspective as a teacher and a leader, how, what role do teachers play in building a community? And when you first came into the corral, mm. how did you work on getting that foundational community? And I mean, I'm already seeing it in women's choir, being new to it and seeing that this is your first year with the women's choir as right, well, right. how how we're changing and growing together, but how would you describe that? Oh, that's a fantastic question. Well, I think in terms of my role, the things that I just said, um, making sure that there is, from, from the very beginning, a major role for student leadership, leadership by peers, mm. uh, so that there's leadership where there is not this built-in power dynamic. I think that's crucial. I think um, being a, a model of civility is is pretty pretty important, um, and I I don't always succeed at that, but I do try. Um, and I think, gosh, you know, some of this feels more instinctive than deliberate. Mm -hmm. um, but the actual course content and the way the course is delivered. So if I'm thinking, if I were an, if I were an English professor, then I would be thinking about like, what is my curriculum and how do I teach it? Mm -hmm. As a music professor, as a, as a choral conductor, I'm thinking about what is the music I have programmed for this next concert and how will it be taught? And so, uh, programming is really crucial. If I choose only music that is about, like, I don't know, butterflies and rainbows, then we're not going to have a lot to chew on as a community. Mm. But the, there's not, the actual course content is not going to help us nurture, thank you for that word, Abe, mm -hmm. nurture our community. But if I choose texts that are significant and have spiritual depth, then, then that, the course content itself, can really foster community. And then how is it taught? Is it taught in a way where the students take ownership over the over the that aspect of the community? Or is it taught in such a way where the answers are just sort of given to them? I think that's very important. And then I think also this balance of a commitment 
and a constant striving for excellence that does not negate having a good time. Mm. I think that, you know, um, I, I don't know, I, there's no one right formula for that, but I think it's very easy for uh, leadership of a community either to push so hard that there is no fun happening or to be like, I want to be liked so much that no hard work is happening. And so achieving that balance with the human beings in the room is, um, is really important. And it changes from year to year because you graduate out students and you bring in new ones and it's like it's this constant reassessment going on of what is the right balance for this community how can we reach that fine line between comfort and discomfort where the best learning happens because mm. the best learning well this is my bias but the best learning and the best community making happens simultaneously. Mm. I'm, I'm kind of seeing there's um, a mix of both short-term and long-term gratification here. Oh yeah. Which is like, the short-term is like having fun today and there's like, that might not happen every day, which is okay. And right. then the long-term would be building this um, project you're working on and having the concert at the end of this time, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What I think, you know, and that's a part of co building community, too, is doing your best. The leadership, both student and professor, doing your best to help every member of the community catch the vision, right? I'm, this is something I really struggle with. I don't think I'm particularly good at this. But, like, if we're all striving toward a common mission, that, like, when you motivate the community to to put their efforts together toward one collective purpose, that is, that is so powerful. Um, and so that aspect of community building, helping every member of the community to catch the vision, mm -hmm. that's really tricky. But I think that when it happens, it is magic. Mm. Oh, thank you. And I mean, my last question that I have is as a musician, how I always say that my reason that I love music so much is that art is about sharing it with others. And I love sharing mm -hmm. it and telling that story. And because it really is so bonding and it leaves people with things that they didn't have before. Yes. But as a musician, how would you say, or what advice would you give rather to other musicians to build that community with their art? Mm, I think that's a great question. For me, I say this frequently, my job is not music, it's people. Mm. And I am just so blessed to be able to use music as my medium to reach people. And this, this kind of takes our conversation full circle back to where we started, right? It's so much less about me than it is about the music. But if I made the music the it, I don't think I would reach the people. 
The people are the it. The music is how you penetrate their hearts mm -hmm. and speak into their lives and provide them with that balm for the soul that only music can provide, that music, that music provides in like unique and truly special ways. Um, and so I guess my advice, Cecilia, to answer your question directly, my advice for other musicians would be not to lose sight of the musicians when they look at the music. Put the musicians first mm -hmm. and the music second. Wow, that is really beautiful. I'm so glad I'm in music. Um, Yay, music! <laughs> but that's all I had. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for talking with us. Awesome, you're welcome. It's such an amazing perspective. And we're, I think we're already seeing like how each person has a different perspective and different, different words that they can contribute about community and about that fellowship. And I think it's really, really cool that we were able to get this perspective from you because uh, music in itself is just such, it builds such community and it's such a powerful thing. Mm -hmm. So thank you for talking with us. It is my pleasure. I am grateful that both of you are part of our community. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Uh, glue sticks, signing off. <laughs>